disappears happily forever after. And just over the hill, we can still see the remains of the Sandbird Castle, the summer home of the royal family. Its mighty walls have long since come down to the ground. Like the walls of Jericho. Legend has it that brave knight protected this beautiful princess <laughs> from robbers. And not only those, but a fire-breathing dragon. Some say it still patrols the forest to this day. Daniel the Dweeb, you take on a fire-breathing dragon. You can't even go to sleep until Mom checks the closet and under your bed. If I did see a dragon, I would rather to please eat you for a family, bro. That's mean, Daniel. Oh, sorry, Princess Brock. Maybe you should copy Daniel the Dweeb. I thought this is supposed to be a vacation. Be patient, and before you know it, you'll be swimming back to the hotel. Oh, come on, we gotta catch up. Oh my, what's this? This robe is beautiful. I wonder who it belongs to. I guess it wouldn't hurt to try it on.
This is very better than the last castle tour. Those costumes look real. Hello, Lady Windabag. So good to see you. You're looking fabulous as usual, Princess Pride. Oh, thank you, dear. Hello, Madam Luxury. Did your new maid fix your hair? It is simply stunning. The right maid is worth her weight in gold. I so agree. Squarechewy <laughs> 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 Grid, Madam Court, I'd like to introduce you to my new pages, page one and page two. Please to meet, sirs. I've heard a few stories. I love to hear the one about a dragon. Did you ever notice how he's always along with a maiden at your first page parade? Well, these girls probably don't want to hear that old tale again. So how was your shopping trip abroad? Did you get to go to the new department store, Jackson Fifth Avenue? I can't wait to go there myself. Well, I had quite an exhausting time of it, but I did succeed. After all, shopping is one of my best talents. Indeed. <laughs> you must tell me about the dragon. You must. Do tell us what happened. How many dresses did you get? Well, there I was trying on the most beautiful gown. And when I looked in the mirror, I saw... The most hideous monster I've ever seen. His out his mouth flew. This gorgeous flaming red shawl made of the softest silk trimmed with a gooey stream of spit. Just as I approached, he swung his giant tail. Though I was covered in tiny pearls and spectacular gold ribbons that were absolutely grotesque, spiny scales, this long, simply amazing. amazing. Incredible.
for the princess. Oh, I think we should talk about her. Thank you so much, Brooke. Excuse me? Hey, how did she know my name? Excuse me, princess? But I must speak with you right away. Oh, I'm sorry, but we're not hiring right now. It's a fire castle. Oh, yes. This is the carpenter page found to inspect the castle. What did you discover? I'm afraid it's quite serious. Your castle is a verge of falling down. It has been built right on top of the underlying layer of sand. Okay. See the storm in the distance? Once it arrives, I'm afraid the walls are permeable. Like the walls of Jericho. The walls of what? Oh, uh, sorry. Jericho happened a long time ago. You must leave immediately. There's nothing you can do to fix this? Simple repairs will solve the problem you have. Where shall we go? We'll be out on the street. Homeless. This is totally unbelievable. Carpenter, do you know of any castles for sale in the area? I'm afraid all castles in this area are built on sand. May I ask you why you made your home so far away from the king? We enjoy our freedom and our privacy. The king seems to have so many rules. We like it out here because we can live our own way. And do you live happily here? Our life is glorious here. Yes, I have so many wonderful clothes and parties. Of course, everyone else is understandably quite jealous of me. And I fear they talk about me behind my back. And there were constant bands of robbers attacking the castle, that nasty killer dragon, and now even our castle's falling apart? Our life is terrible here. Yeah. You know, you weren't meant to live this way. The king loves you and is very concerned about you and has been preparing a wonderful place for you and his kingdom. But how will we get there? If you follow me, I'll take you all the way and I'll never leave you. I don't know why we need him. I know every road in this country. But I could use a break from waiting. So I say we follow him. Hmm, he seems to be a trustworthy man. We will follow you for now, Carpenter. Yeah! yeah. So, Book, are you coming with us on this unexpected quest? I was excited, 
but you're worried at the same time. What do you do in Oakland when disaster strikes? Well, we pray to God. He is our king. Nothing is a surprise to him. My parents tell me all the time that he has a perfect plan for me. For each of us, when things get confusing, put our hope in him and know he will lead us down the right path. me on the road. Which one to take? And will I ever know? I'll trust and he's always good. That's the truth. I bet I am the worst. I'll truly take his will for my life. And when I do, I know I'll find. Too many people on the wide road seems right, but I promise you, it only leads to disappointments. This road leads straight to the Shining Kingdom. Is that a river up ahead? Aww. Great, this water will ruin my casual pashmina. Looks like there's a bridge. Halt! Ah! I am the king of the bridge. If you 
What is your fee fee? Or what is your fee fee fee? Show me your fee. Forget it. Pages, show her the food bag, please. Right, we have no idea what is down this road. We must have food. You demand too much. This is great. We'll starve before we ever get there. I have some gummy worms in my pocket. I can share with you guys. I don't know about Elk Clan, but Brooke, we don't eat worms here. Please don't worry what you eat or what you would drink. I'll take care of you if you trust me. Don't worry, just trust you? That sounds crazy. I think the crocodile is right. The same thing that Jesus says. Your Father in Heaven knows what you need. He'll take care of you. Every day, we have to remember to trust Him for everything. Sorry, the recipe for daily bread is an old family secret. My father created it. Ask, and you shall receive. Squire, truly grand, do not eat with food in your mouth. I mean, do not talk, talk with food in your mouth. All of that is quite horrible. <laughs> I must say, Carpenter, you surely have made good on your promise. 
This bread is delicious and so satisfying. Are you sure you're just a carpenter? First you listed these rolls like a professional guy or shepherd or something. And then you whipped up this yummy bread and gave us more than we needed. You are indeed a most remarkable carpenter. You seem different. Yeah, you have seemed to have some very noble qualities about you. Sir Braxlaw, do you recognize that lady up ahead? She looks like a wealthy merchant I met once at a tournament. She wanted a champion like myself to be a spokesperson for a new restaurant chain. <gasps> her name is Madame Gautzikoy. His wife's name is Crystal? No, no, different guy. This guy keeps talking about having that pen and driving their cars into a wind to make a promise to their kid. Ridiculous. Absurd. Preposterous. Not a bad idea. But back to my point. If any of you might be interested in buying a franchise, you could make a lot of money. How much are we talking? Billions. We serve our all in patties. 'Cause all this games will destroy you. Madam Cordy, you must seek a treasure of a different kind. The wealth the Count has for you will fade, but the King has treasures for you that will, that will last forever. You are so right. In my land, it's the same. Money won't make you happy. Jesus said we should store up treasures in heaven, not treasures on earth. Those are the ones that last. Hey! <laughs> 
I'm starting to see a lot of things here that are very familiar. What do you mean? Are we getting close to Oakland? Guys, remember, stay away from the food. No, it's very far away. What I meant is that I can see that you are all really nice people, mostly, and that you want to do the right thing. But you are really used to going your own way and living for yourselves. You aren't rushing for me and my friends. So what's the problem with that? Well, the Bible says that to be happy and content, we should live differently, not just try to always get our own way. I do what comes naturally. We need to live the kingdom way. So what's so different about this kingdom way of living? Well, it's kind of living backwards. Backwards? Problem. 
special problem Sir Bagslot can kick his tail. Page two means he's defeated many dragons. He'll save us. Well, I might have exaggerated telling a few of my stories. They're the shocker. <laughs> well, <coughs> you see, I well, I've never even seen a dragon before. <gasps> many have tried to overtake the dragon. It's impossible. I say we one can. But we can't leave. We've come so far. And the carpenter has proven to be right about everything. He said he could take us all the way. Didn't I? Do you recognize me? Well, I'm uh, sorry, carpenter. How we met? I wasn't always a carpenter. You work for my father and has sent me to seek these people and bring them safely to him. Now, now I must go and defeat the awful dragon. Let me go and fight with you. And I. No, I must do this alone. You could be killed. Even if you heard I've been killed slaying the awful dragon, remember, my, my, father, the, my father has guaranteed me by his power I will be victorious over the dragon doom. Now, I must go and fight the awful dragon. Remember, I brought you this far and I'll take you all the way. But he said he would never leave us. And who is his father? I don't understand. Me neither. I think I do. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I didn't recognize him at first, but now I see. Your carpenter, he is the son of the king. Now he has taken on a terrible dragon doom for you. You must be greatly loved. Romans 5, 8 says that God demonstrates his own love for us. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us.
baseball bat. This is what the carpenter wanted us to find. I can barely see the castle over the peak, but it looks incredible. This must be the shiny kingdom. to see him safely home. Your father is king? I'm speechless. And he knows us? He knows every one of you by name and wants to bring you in, not only as his subjects, but as part of his family. You're the king's son. You're a carpenter. You sacrificed for us. Now we may enter the kingdom. Woo! Not so fast, Pages. It's not time to move in yet. There are so many others who need to find the kingdom. What can we do? You could point others to me. I am giving you guys a brand new name, a name that will remind you of your new role in the kingdom, a reminder to be different. We need to live backwards. Yes, Princess Fire. From this day forward, you shall be called Princess Delight, and your generous heart will outshine anything you wear. Sir Bragzalot, you shall be Sir Bravehearted. You'll fight battles for your king and place all the glory at, your fe at his feet. Lady Windebag, you shall be Lady Kind, Lady, Lady Kind Words, and your cheerful spirit will infect all those around. Squire Truly Grand, you shall be Squire Landerhand, and Madam Courtly, you, sh you shall be Madam Friendly. Together, you shall spread good will and a helping hand wherever the king leads you. What about us? Pages, you shall be called the page turners. You must tell everyone what happens in the last page of the story. What happens? We all live happily forever after.
Victor, what about my name? Dad's toothbrush and watch him out here somewhere. She probably got on the wrong road. We'll see her where they're hidden. No one knows just what caused the castle to crumble to its ground. Well, I know. Jesus said, if you hear my words and don't follow them, your life will be like a castle built on the sand. When the storms of life come, it will crumble. But there's good news. God has made us for a new kingdom. And since Jesus took on the payment for our sin and defeated the dragon of death, we can live the backwards life now and live happily forever after in the kingdom of God. Archaeologists may have seen a couple problems with the foundation. How did you know that, princess? I'm not a princess. I learned it from the carpenter. What carpenter? He's one of my new friends. You have friends? Be backwards, be backwards. What are you saying? Actually, Daniel, I was reminding myself that I'm fortunate to have you as my little brother, and that you're going to be a great champion for Jesus someday. You do? I sure do. In fact, I'm going to give you a new name. You shall no longer be called Daniel the Dream. From this time forward, you shall be called Daniel the Dragon Slayer. Our prince is growing up. You gotta get a picture of him. <laughs> and they live happily ever after. You mean happily forever after.
kids for a second time. Good job. Give them one more round of applause. A tale of two kingdoms is really what they just presented. Not just a fairy tale, but an allegory of two different ways to live, two different lifestyles we can pursue. And really, it's the choice between happily ever after or happily forever after. If you think about the difference there, happily ever after is is what we pursue. It's what all the fairy tales end by. I'm not going to ask them fairy tale names this time for those that were in here the first time. But if you think... Fairy tales often end with happily ever after because we are pursuing this dream of life is going to be good and life is going to be wonderful and I'm going to be happy and I'm going to get everything I want in the way I want. And I can even pick on my little brother. But that's not life. I I said in the, the first service, I said that some of those endings always bugged me because what happened to those people after the story? You know, Rapunzel, whoever lived with her, had to deal with the hair. And the, the three little pigs and the big bad wolf. Well, someone, that big bad wolf had family. And, and whether, whether you read the version where he dies or he just walked off defeated, depending on how nice the story was, somebody would have come and gotten revenge. And, and Pinocchio, you, you see this little boy that becomes a real boy, and real boys never get in trouble, right? The problem is, happily ever after, is a dream that we're pursuing here, and we pursue it all the wrong ways. Because we're making choices to live for one kingdom or the other. And, and we look around in the world and there's all kinds of examples. I love what the story did of, of some of the character names. And I, I wrote them down. Princess Pride. <laughs> Great job. But, but we pursue our own way because we're prideful. And you have Lady Windabag and, and how we talk about other people. Trying to boost ourselves up. And Sir brags a lot. Because we never tell stories of what we can do. <laughs> Madam Luxury. Yeah. And because we're trying to make ourselves happy with stuff, huh? And with all kinds of things. And, and Sir Council Coins, where's Sir Council Over here, yeah. About money. And if I just have enough money, if I just have X, I'll be happy. And I'll live happily ever after. The thing is, None of those things work in this world. And I love the moment in the play where they're asked, so is is it really good in this kingdom? And at first they're like, oh, yeah, it's great in this kingdom. And then they, they start to realize there's dragon doom in this kingdom and there's this and that. And finally, at the end of that same conversation, they're like, actually, it sort of stinks in this kingdom. Have you read the news? Have you looked around? It sort of stinks in this world sometimes. And this isn't the way God created it to be. God created us to live in perfect relationship with him. And he created Adam and Eve with, with a, a relationship with God Almighty where they could walk and they can talk. And then Satan came, the dragon came, and he tempted Eve. And he tempted Adam. And the moment where they rebelled against, uh, rebelled against God, they changed kingdoms. They started living for themselves and there was a problem in the castle. Isaiah fifty three six says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way. And Princess Pride, I think you said that in the in the play, or one of you said, We've all turned to our own way. And that's so true. That's the first kingdom. But then the second kingdom, it goes on to say, And the Lord has laid on him, the carpenter, Jesus Christ, 
the iniquity of us all. That's how we transfer kingdoms. And really the story was all about changing from one kingdom to another, right? Finally getting to the shining kingdom, which looks a lot like that. No, I don't know. But we do that because of what Jesus did on the cross. This week we celebrate Passion Week and it culminates with Easter. And, and Jesus said as he's coming into the, the triumphal entry, that Palm Sunday so long ago, he said, I have come not to be served but to serve and to give my life as a ransom for many. Do you guys know what a ransom is, anyone? Someone that does something from you but sort of pays for your way to get from one place to another, okay? So if you're stuck over here and you want to get over there, because that's the shining, oh wait, no, the shining kingdom. But if you're stuck here and want to get over there, and I say, you know what, I'm going to pay for your way to get over there, that's a ransom. That's me paying a ransom. And on the cross, on Good Friday so long ago, Jesus paid that ransom. And the ransom that had to be paid was the penalty for every one of our sins. For your sin, for my sin. Because we owed that, and a righteous God must demand that payment. And so Jesus, the carpenter, went the cross and died a death that we couldn't die at that point and paid a price that we couldn't pay so we could go from one kingdom to the other and then on the third day as we saw that just a beautiful depiction of the kids all running to the carpenter on the third day he rose from the dead and death was defeated the dragon was defeated and it was it was done my challenge to you today is which kingdom are you living for Just think through your weeks. What do you spend your time pursuing? Is it happily ever after so I can be happy and have all kinds of stuff and have a good family and a good life here? Or is it happily forever after living for the kingdom of Christ, living for a relationship with Christ that he draws us into? You know, if you've never never thought about what Jesus did for us, I hope what the kids shared today helps you think about it. And I help. I hope that it comes to a choice of which kingdom do I want to live for. If you've never given your life to Jesus, if you've never said, Lord, I'm a sinner, I need you, I accept what you did on the cross, I will live for you, please come into my life. If you've never done that, you're still on the, the, the broad road to destruction. But if we give our lives to Christ, he will be with us and he offers us salvation. Let's bow our heads for just a moment. Lord God, We praise you for what you've done. And Lord, we confess all we like sheep have gone astray. We've done our own thing. We've turned our own way. And Lord, even now, so many times I make decisions and we make decisions based on what we want and what we think will make us happy. Lord, but help us to remember that you died on the cross for our sins and we owe you our very lives. Help the kid's allegory, the kid's story to remind us what it means to live a backwards life, what it means to live for you. Lord, help us to change the world that way, realizing this isn't our shining kingdom, but that's coming, and we're living for the king and his carpenter's son. In Jesus' name.